The Beckers team is excited to be making our return to in-person events this fall. Join us in September for Beckers Hospital Review 6th Annual Health IT and Revenue Cycle Conference. We have opportunities to attend the in-person program in Chicago and also to join us virtually from the comfort of your own home. For information about registering and to find out if you are eligible to attend free of charge, reach out to us at registration at beckershealthcare.com. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Laura Glenn. Laura is the president of the Amboy Services Division, Ambulatory Division at Munson Healthcare. Munson Healthcare is a growing system in northern Michigan, now has seven hospitals, a great system. Laura, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Certainly. Uh, so my name is Laura Glenn, the president of our ambulatory division. I also have a number of other responsibilities in the organization, um, including our value-based uh, strategy and our clinically integrated network, as well as um, our growth strategies through our clinical service lines. Um, so while I wear uh, multiple hats, I think in, across all of those uh, areas of responsibility, uh, physician strategy, recruitment, retention, growth are all definitely uh, key areas of focus in my uh, day-to-day work life. Well, congratulations. And, and, and talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing in sort of the evolution of ambulatory strategy, physician strategy. What do you see? And maybe give people one bit of context for Munson Healthcare. Just tell us a little, and then a little bit about what you're seeing in terms of the ambulatory world, the physician world, strategy, recruitment, retention, et cetera. Certainly. So maybe just I'll start with a little overview of Munson Healthcare. So Munson Healthcare is a seven hospital system located in northern Michigan. Um, So if you're familiar with Michigan and how everyone uses their left hand to illustrate the lower peninsula of the the state, we basically serve the entire population north of the knuckles, as we like to say. Um, So our tertiary care hospital is located in Traverse City, Michigan, um, and then we have six community hospitals that are owned in an additional uh, affiliated critical access hospital uh, within our region. So our physician network, um, we're a relatively uh, new system, I would say, that we've really come together um, and have acquired hospitals, um, acquired our community hospitals really largely over the last kind of five to seven years. Um, So we still um, are, you know, very much uh, integrating and developing and maturing as a system. And part of that um, integration and maturation as a system has really been bringing together um, our physician network um, and really developing the governance and the leadership um, around that physician network so that we've got really physicians and our APP colleagues at the table as partners in our Uh, decision-making strategy. Um, And so we also um, are in a a region um, where we are uh, really, in most of our communities, the sole community provider. We operate rural health clinics. um, So the majority of our primary care locations are rural health clinics. um, So we deal with some of the nuances um, that are uh, specific to care delivery in the rural health environment. Um, And so our physician strategy is really increasingly important to ensure that we can can uh, continue to meet the needs of our community since we are uh, largely the sole community provider. And, and, and take a moment on that. How difficult is it to, is it a time where it's to northern Michigan, beautiful, beautiful area of the country? Is it a time where it's very difficult to recruit, recruit to northern Michigan? Is it hard to fill physician spots in rural areas? And, and where it is hard to fill them, how do you sort of work around that? How do you try and manage around that where it's more difficult to fill physician spots in, in some of the communities? 
So I would say that we've seen, we've just seen a, a, a change and a shift in the provider labor market through COVID, um, which has been really fascinating. And I think we'll have to kind of get past this and, and look in the rearview mirror to really understand kind of all of the, uh, the macro elements at play here um, as, we, as we see some of these shifts. But we've actually, um, in, in certain specialties, um, like orthopedics as an example, we've seen more movement and we've actually had more success recruiting than we have pre-COVID. Um, and other specialties, um, like anesthesia as an example, um, we are, we're struggling to fill positions. So kind of where our most acute needs are um, is really has been changing um, through COVID as the, as the labor market has evolved. Um, I would say that in some of it is, it is, uh, it continues to be a challenge to recruit um, into some of our more rural communities, um, particularly uh, obstetrics and pediatrics um, are the two areas that um, we, we are continually recruiting um, uh, for. I think what we have been trying to do and how we've shifted our strategy um, is really to uh, ensure that we have the right mix of providers and support. So, um, so where we may historically have said, you know, we need to have this many OBGYNs to support uh, the labor and delivery program, you know, we've uh, uh, we've done some work and have worked with uh, family medicine physicians who are trained in OB, um, nurse midwives, um, and so really looking at kind of the mix um, of our providers uh, differently to help support the needs of those communities. I would say in the same way in primary care, um, you know, we have a, a strong family medicine training program, um, and we have been successful uh, at retaining, uh, I would say, at least 50% of our grads um, every year uh, and really linking them uh, with opportunities in our community. Um, we do uh, an event, uh, it was virtual because of COVID this year, but uh, where we do kind of a match.com, if you will, um, for, uh, and it's almost like speed dating, that's probably a better way to describe it, speed dating uh, with our rural hospitals um, and our rural clinics uh, that are going to be recruiting so that we introduce the, the residents. And it's not just the graduating residents, we actually invite all of the residents um, to interact with um, physicians and leaders from our community hospitals and our clinics um, to talk about, you know, the different communities um, and to really start to build those relationships so that we can retain those providers when they graduate. So um, that has been a successful strategy for us. Um, and then we're also recruiting more APPs um, in our uh, in our uh, rural communities, um, and they function more independently and, and are managing their own panel of patients um, with physician supervision. So we've had to be more flexible about how we look at that mix of physicians and how we retain the graduates um, that are coming through our programs. And how important is telehealth become and is it is it still challenging in some of the rural communities to have the right amount of internet and broadband how much is how important is telehealth to filling some of those gaps too yeah, well, I mean, I think everyone knows telehealth has, has changed the landscape in some ways and has, has been a, a, a disruptive innovation um, as we've as we've gone through COVID and, and has had lots of different impacts. Um, but what I would say, you know, in our rural communities, um, we uh, have been trying to to get creative um, with some community partners like 
libraries um, where there is internet access um, and developing. We've piloted some programs where uh, patients can come in to have a virtual visit um, from the library or from our parking lots um, where we can where we can have broadband support um, within the parking lots because we we still do have areas where we have just gaps in, in internet accessibility um, but we've been trying different creative ways um, and where patients can go to do or complete a telehealth visit where they can have access um, to uh, secu a secure internet connection so um, it's still very much um, a part of the care that we provide and will continue to provide even after COVID um, but again trying to ensure that we're being creative about how we can help um, individuals uh, in those kind of uh, dead zones uh, be able to go someplace and still access uh, virtual care. Now many people don't realize Northern Michigan is an absolutely beautiful place <laughs> Traverse City or Charlevoix, what's the most beautiful community, Glen Cole, what's the most beautiful community in Northern Michigan? Oh gosh, I, you know, I'm, no matter how I answer that question, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna lose. But um, so, I, really, the entire Lake Michigan coastline is gorgeous, and we've got some, some really beautiful small towns. Um, you've got Sleeping Bear Dunes and and Frankfurt and Empire, which are just gorgeous. Traverse City uh, is is beautiful with the bay and the peninsula. Um, Charlevoix is is beautiful really that whole coastline but then you know it, uh, when you look at some of our other communities that are more inland um, we have all kinds of lakes and rivers um, and so uh, you know you don't have to just be on the coast to 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 be near water and water related activities um, so it really is an area I think that where we are successful recruiting is with individuals who um, who like an outdoor lifestyle because you really can be active outdoors year-round even in the winter um, and so that's you know, we, we our our geography uh, and the the uh, abundance of outdoor activities are have been a successful recruiting factor for us to Northern Michigan because it really is it's just a beautiful area. And, and Petoskey is Petoskey in your area as well. Petoskey um, is it's a little bit uh, north of our uh, Charlevoix Hospital um, that is in our area, um, and there is another hospital uh, in Petoskey. Thank you very much, and then. Laura, final question. What are you most excited about and focused on this year? Where's the predominance of your efforts this year focused? Well, so first of all, I think we're all excited about moving past COVID, um, where we, you know, through COVID this last really 18 months, our focus and time horizon has been really short term. Um, and I've kind of described what it felt like is it's a little bit like whack-a-mole. You know, you solve one problem and then have another immediate problem, you know, facing you or another change that you have to respond to. So I think we're all looking forward to being able to extend our time horizon a little bit and start um, restart working on those larger, longer term priorities in our strategic plan. Um, I would say, you know, one of the the key things um, that we're focused on right now and is really um, access 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 um, and so there's a there's a you know a block and tackle operations piece of this as we look at schedules and templates but also um, you know to the point earlier about digital access and telehealth um, you know how we really are thinking to move past just the use of telehealth um, to address you know to address the needs in COVID um, but being more progressive about how we're adopting that technology um, using it as a tool to grow um, to grow our patient base um, and you know I think digital health even before COVID was um, was uh, 
was impacting urgent care and primary care. Now what we're seeing is that it's rapidly evolving in a specialty care space. Um, so, you know, we're thinking about access not just in primary care, um, but also in our specialties. And how do we use telehealth to, to support increased access um, to really keep patients within our community for the appropriate care that we can provide? Magnificent. Laura, it's always a pleasure to visit with you and hear what's going on at Munson Healthcare in Northern Michigan. Congratulations, President of the Ambulatory Division. Fantastic. Laura, thank you so much for joining us. All right. Well, thank you.